0: Welcome to Coaching Kids Curling, a podcast for youth curling coaches and program organizers. I'm Glenn Gabriel, a certified curling coach who lives in Pickering, Ontario, Canada. My mission is to give you the advice, resources, and inspiration you need to make your program better. We produced almost 40 episodes of this podcast in 2021. In today's episode, I'll spend some time reviewing my personal podcast highlights in 21 Random Facts. As a podcast host and producer, it takes a lot of work to produce even one episode of this show. I've published roughly 75 episodes since we began in April of 2020, and it's rare that we get a chance to look back and reflect on what we've created and what we've learned. So, for today's episode, I hope you indulge me. I want to take you behind the scenes of the podcast and share my personal highlights for 2021. And, just because everyone loves a year end list, here are 21 random facts for 2021 a podcast you're in review. Number one If you don't already know, I'm Filipino Canadian and it was important for me to have BIPOC guests on the show. BIPOC stands for Black, Indigenous, and People of Colour. As far as I know, my first BIPOC guest was Brittany Tran, who joined me last May. Brittany is Vietnamese-Canadian and a competitive curler who curls out of Alberta. This year, I also interviewed Asian-American Brandon Shintani and Carrie Galusha, who is a member of the Gwich'in First Nation. Number two. Speaking of Carrie Galusha, before I published her episode in September, she sent me a photo of her and Sandra Schmirler at the 1994 Canadian Junior Championship. I sent out a tweet with the photo announcing the episode, and it's probably my most viewed tweet ever. Number three probably the least downloaded episode, happens to be one of my personal favorites. On Valentine's Day, episode 41, I tell the story of how I met my wife at the now-closed Avonlea Curling Club in Toronto. Number four. In February and March, I produced five episodes around the Adapting Thriving Online Coaches Conference. I spoke to Glenn Pauly about sweeping. I spoke to Ryan Lafreniere about teaching strategy to kids, and I even had a post-conference review with Janet Murphy and Dolores McCallum. I can't wait for the day when we can finally do these conferences in person, and I'll be able to interview people face-to-face. Number five. In April, I spoke with Brody Basnet of the Curling Canada Foundation. She isn't a curler herself but she was a curling mom for her son, who joined a youth program in the Ottawa area. I audibly cheered during her interview when she said she made hot chocolate for the kids. Number six. The furthest interview I probably did this year was with Nick Saturnino, president of the Inuvik Curling Center in the Northwest Territories. Considering where they're located, It's amazing what they're doing with their junior program up there. It's worth a listen. Number seven. Who was the youngest person I interviewed this year? It was probably Brandon Shintani of Mind Design Sports in May. He was 16 at the time of the interview. Number eight. Technically, though, my youngest guest was actually my five-year-old son. In the Father's Day episode, I asked him what he thought about curling, and I think he was just humoring me by talking into my iPhone. He was more interested in the sound waves that his voice was making than in any of the questions I was asking. Number nine. I knew I was going to have to do an episode about the curling delivery, but it took more than a year to find the right guest. In May and June... I finally did a two-part episode with John Benton and his release point method. Those episodes are two of my most downloaded episodes to date. Number 10. My most downloaded episode of all time is episode 1, Welcome to the Coaching Kids Growing Podcast, from April of 2020. That isn't surprising. However, tied for number 2 all-time are two episodes from 2021, part one of my delivery episode with John Benton, and my Curling as a Kid and Beyond episode from October with Monica Walker, who currently plays third for Team Jamie Sinclair. Number 11. I invited registered dietitian Melissa Kazan to the podcast in June to talk about how to feed our junior curlers properly. However. I also took the opportunity to ask her about my own eating habits as a coach. That's the bonus of producing your own podcast. You get to talk to experts about your own issues. Number 12. Every Father's Day, I made it a tradition to release an episode where I talk about sports and my dad, or sports and my son. This year, I answered the number one question I get from my curling parents. So, when is your son joining Little Rocks? The answer? When he wants to. Number 13. The most memorable episode of 2021, for me personally, was my episode with Julie Hastings in September, where we talked about the closing of the curling program at Bayview Golf and Country Club. I was a member there for one season around 2008, so I spent a lot of time on that ice. I was even a coach in their junior program that season. As soon as I learned that Bayview was closing, I had to talk to Julie. Number 14. During our Zoom interview, I asked Julie two questions that were two of the best interview questions I asked any guest this year. One of them I wrote out in advance. What would she say to other golf clubs who were thinking about closing their curling section? But the other one was completely improvised. Do you remember your first time at Bayview? Number 15. The hardest episode to write was probably the National Day for Truth and Reconciliation episode in October. I did a lot of research when I wrote the script for that episode, and I wanted to keep true to the spirit of that day. I couldn't help but think of my previous guest, Carrie Galusha, and how she proudly represents her indigenous roots. Number 16. If you would have told me back in January that I would get the chance to interview not one, but two Olympic gold medal winners, I would have said, yeah whatever. But it happened. I interviewed Atina Ford Johnston in March. She was the fifth on Sandra Schmirler's gold medal-winning team in Nagano in 1998. And then in July, I spoke with Jill Officer. She is, of course, the second on Jennifer Jones's gold medal-winning team in Sochi in 2014. Number 17. This year, I produced a series of five episodes called Curling as a Kid and Beyond, which highlighted the early days of competitive curlers. I started releasing those episodes in September, and I'd encourage you to listen to all five of them. Number 18. I released an episode in October called Curling Podcasts I Listened to, and so I listed every podcast I listened to. Well, One person reached out to me, so I'm adding his podcast to my list. Listen to the Twine Time podcast produced by James Runge. James, you made my 2021 podcast year in review list. Number 19. Sometimes the best stuff happens after the microphone is turned off. There were countless conversations I had after the recording stopped but I'll mention two of them here. Sabrina Rebo was part of my Curling as a Kid and Beyond series in November. Sabrina is Portuguese-Canadian, and I'm Filipino-Canadian, and we chatted about our respective cultures. I also talked about what I wanted my son to know about his Filipino heritage. It wouldn't surprise me if I had her on a future episode talking about ethnicity and culture. Number 20. After our interview ended, I also spoke with Jenna Brucheski, who was also a part of the Curling as a Kid and Beyond series in October. I told her about my family getting a new dog last summer. Then I discovered that Jenna is a bit of a dog expert, and she actually worked at a business called, and I'm not making this up, Barks and Recreation. Number 21. I gotta admit, most of the episodes of this podcast are pretty serious and educational. But I wanted to switch it up in December, so I invited two previous guests, Mike Krigotsky and Greg Wilson, to talk about our funny coaching moments. I won't spoil the whole episode, but there was one time during my Little Rocks practice when I accidentally did the splits in front of all my kids and coaches. Now, if you want to find out what happened next, listen to episode 73 in December. So those were my 21 podcast moments from 2021. Thanks for listening to the Coaching Kids Curling podcast this year. I have more topics and more guests planned for 2022. For now, though, I'm going to take a winter break and return with new episodes in late January or early February. Be safe, be healthy, and Happy New Year. If you're a supporter of this podcast, I encourage you to follow our Twitter account, which is the at symbol followed by Kids Curling. One more time, the at symbol followed by Kids Curling. I'll also have that Twitter handle Listed in today's show notes. This has been the Coaching Kids Curling Podcast. To reach me, Coach Glenn, please email coachingkidscurling at gmail.com. To follow the podcast for free, visit our website, coachingkidscurling.com. You can also find show notes and links to the resources mentioned in this episode and in previous episodes. The intro and outro music is Golden Sunrise by Josh Woodward. Thanks for listening. Good luck and good curling.